All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Anna Stockstad from University of Minnesota Extension. And I'm Dave Noli from the Minnesota Logger Education Program. In today's podcast episode, we'll be talking about water diversion and erosion control practices. And we have the opportunity to get some really unique perspectives from the Southeast. Do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Seth Johnson, Johnson Logging. Rob Sawinski with Hawkeye Forest Products. So you guys have unique perspectives on water diversion and erosion control since you both work in southeast Minnesota. And it's obviously a very different landscape in southeast Minnesota compared to the northern part of the state. So what are some of those unique challenges related to erosion control that you face in southeast Minnesota? Is there a greater risk of erosion in the southeast? Yes, there is. Um, most of our harvest sites are on slopes up to 35% grade, and those slopes will run a quarter, quarter of a mile long or longer. And along the slopes, they're inundated with a lot of uh, wash areas, dry wash areas, uh, residual from the glaciation period when it eroded everything. And they are now all forested. So we have to work around all these ditches and ravines and crevices and, and rock outcroppings on these on these 35% slopes. So we do have a significant issue with soil erosion in our in our area. So I heard you mention dry washes, and like you said, that's a very unique um, situation, or it's very unique to Southeast Minnesota compared to the Northern part of the state. And I think you gave a really great definition of dry washes. And so it's a gully that forms from precipitation over time on these steep slopes and is a major risk for erosion. So what are some of those precautions that you take when you are operating near dry washes? Uh, when operating near the dry washes, uh, if we do have to cross one, try and select the lowest spot course that's going to cause the least amount of damage. Watch what you're cutting for the trees around them to try and um, mitigate any more erosion going on. Uh, when possible, if we're working around like a farm edge or something, we'll put tops in them along the top of the fields to help slow the water down and cause any more further erosion. So guys, I grew up uh, at the along the Mississippi River, just a couple hundred miles south of here, down uh, down near St. Louis. Uh, actually, the the town of my uh, that my family immigrated to down there is referred to as Black Walnut. Uh, don't really remember uh, seeing much in the way of uh, of timber harvesting down there. Uh, a lot of ag ground, a lot of farming. Some of the neighbors, you know, it seemed like they would farm right up to the Missouri or the Mississippi, whichever whichever grandparents' farm I was on. Uh, is that uh, is that still the case here that um, that we'll see ag um, you know forested ground turned uh, turned into ag or ag returning to forested uh... a little of both depending on the soil conditions if it's <clears throat> in my opinion if the soil is is productive uh more productive the the ag people are going to tend to want more of that so there will be some clearing of the forested areas on those soil types um there's a lot more strip contour farming here now than there was years back which has helped quite a bit as far as holding the soil 
on the top of the slopes. Um, as far as reforestation goes, uh, I don't personally see a lot of reforestation going on in our hardwood forest. Uh, they planted a lot of conifers 30 or 40 years ago, hoping that we would have a market for the conifers, but there is no market for them. So, uh, Not in Southern Minnesota. No, not in our area. Um, so they really aren't being managed as they were intended to be managed when they were planted. Um, but our hardwood resource is, is is what is the most important to us in our economy. So I'm, I'm hearing two things. One um, um, is making sure that the hardwood markets are, are still accessible to you. And I said two, and I'm, I'm actually going to give you a three here. Um, so you know, keeping, keeping forested ground as forested ground that you can actively manage. Uh, two, being aware of the unique uh, erosion issues, uh, dry washes and such. Uh, and then three, the opportunity for, you know, if you're if you're harvesting in lowlands of uh, the, the unique access that you have to have uh, to getting into um, selectively harvesting those those areas. Anything else that I'm missing? Well, it seems pretty spot on. Well, we didn't talk about erosion structures of any type on some of these uh, skid roads and skid roads. So roads. yeah, yeah. What do you do um, after the fact to keep? Well, it? all these sites, like I said, are, are are reasonably steep. So when the roads are constructed to access some of the some of the timber, um, we have to go back in and water bar or put in soil diversion structures uh, every. 30, 40, 50 feet on the slope, reseed them and, and uh, keep that water from running down the, the slope. Hold it back as much as we can. Slow it down, hold it back. Yeah. Try and go not so much up and down the hills, but at angles to help slow it down too with the skid trails. And I suspect that that would, that would also apply in, in other parts of the state, although they may not have, the, those other parts might not have uh, the... The, the slopes or the amount of elevation change, the, the strategies that you use here could apply in other parts of the state as well. Yeah, for slowing down the water movement. Yeah, and talking about how we're going to implement erosion control practices on slopes is only going to keep continuing to be really important with climate change. Because with climate change, we know we're going to be getting these large precipitation events that are increasing in frequency. So that means our risk for erosion is going to keep going up. So in the southeast, where there's already a high risk for erosion, we really need to make sure we're on top of controlling erosion on those steep slopes to protect our water quality and our soils. And I mean, I really enjoy talking about erosion control. Um, I'm both a forest soil scientist and a forester by training. So I really enjoyed hearing both of your perspectives here today about erosion control. And with that, Thanks. that's really all the time that we have for today's podcast episode. Dave, were you going to say something? I don't want to cut you off nope, before just, we end just it. Just thanking the guys again to, for joining us here. Yeah, thank you both so much. And we'll be back in the next episode to discuss stream and wetland crossings. And please stay tuned for updates related to our field workshops in the fall uh, upcoming. Thanks so much.